just to make things confusing, you will see WRC19, the World Radio Communication Conference 2019, also referred to as the 38th ITU <laughs> World Radio Communication Conference. What happened here? Those of you who are familiar with web domains will understand this completely. What the ITU wants to stop from happening here is essentially cyber squatting, domain name squatting. But instead of internet domains, what we're talking about are frequencies, radio frequencies, which is what the International Telecommunication Union is all about. That ITU-R is what you're looking for when you go search online about this stuff. So WRC19 specifically gets into regulatory procedures for non-geostationary satellites. Satellites in geostationary orbit they sit up there at about 36,000 kilometers, but non-geostationary satellites, they're at a lower orbit, medium Earth orbit, 8,000 to 20,000 kilometers above the surface, and in low Earth orbit, at 400 to 2,000 kilometers, so different level. Now, over the last little while, we've been seeing a lot of new super constellations being announced, and the risk here is that operators are filing. They're spending twenty, thirty thousand dollars on uh, on their filing, which is not no money, but it's not an incredible sum compared to the whole venture, right? And they are setting aside radio frequencies for what was not an indeterminate amount of time, but some time now. What had been happening was that any satellite operator looking for rights from ITU for a specific radio spectrum was that they had seven years to take possession of that slot. Either put a new satellite up or get an existing satellite and start using that frequency and keep it there from any time in those seven years for at least 90 days. And then they'd submit what's called bring into use paperwork. And then that spectrum right gets assigned to the operator. Other folks get blocked out of using that frequency. They need to design their systems to use another frequency to avoid interference. So what regulators were worried about was that, oh, this is too easy. Companies can, <laughs> and here's the cyber squatting, right? Warehouse the spectrum or spectrums that they want. That's the euphemism. And tying up this non-geostationary orbit frequency set for years. And But they don't have to do anything, right? They don't have to actually put any satellites up there or start a service. How many are we talking about? Well, there's almost 200 members to the ITU, including the United States, Canada, and uh, everybody from Afghanistan, Belgium, Costa Rica, Denmark, Ireland, Luxembourg, Mexico, the Russian Federation, all these countries are in. So the major players are there. And the FAA, if you were wondering, did run this stuff in the United States, but that's only for the United States. And so back in May, when people knew that this conference was coming, the ITU regulators were saying, look, we need to get something done here at our next meeting to stop this from continuing. The ITU had received more than 1,100 submissions for satellites in non-geostationary orbits up to that point. The worry was that if all those telecom systems, of which 200 or so, out of those 1,100 were telecommunication satellites. If all of those had managed to put up a placeholder satellite, the regulators thought it would have been quite difficult to ensure that each proposed constellation had enough spectrum. Otherwise, we'd have chaos. That's not good. The idea here is that the ITU wanted milestones in place to make sure. Yeah, okay, you can set aside these frequencies, but you need to get something up there and something launched. What's the, the stick here? The stick is if you don't launch enough satellites 
it's a percentage basis of the constellation size over a certain period of time. They will not authorize the number of spacecraft, and they can just take the radio frequency away, right? The right to use it. Now, this was their chance to meet this year. It wouldn't happen again until three or four years from now. They're not meeting very often, so it was important to get something done here. Smaller countries are afraid they're going to get shut out from, from being able to do constellations because the bigger countries with more resources are going to get there faster and claim all the spectrums. Here's an interesting quote. Those satellite manufacturers have made a lot of ITU filings, but the trouble is they don't know exactly what a customer will want. So they've made very generic filings, as generic as they possibly can, in the hope that a customer will turn up that will want a satellite system that will fit within one of these filings. This is a quote from an industry official. So what is the deal here? Constellation operators want to keep their full-spectrum rights. And in order to do so, the ITU has mandated that they must hit deployment milestones that start seven years after requesting the spectrum. So this is a long period of time. This is a total of 14 years to get their act together. Actually, all the satellites up there in the constellation. After those seven years, these non-geosynchronous constellation operators need to launch 10% of their satellites in two years, so by year nine, 50% in five years, that's year 12, and 100% within seven years. So that's total of 14 years. They've got to get everything up within 14 years. That sounds like a long enough time, plenty of time to me. If the Constellation Ventures fail to launch enough satellites by these milestone dates, their spectrum rights become limited proportionally to the number launched before the time ran out. So up until now, all that needed to happen was the Constellation Venture needed to launch a single satellite within seven years of applying for that spectrum, operate it for 90 days, and then file that bring-into-use paperwork with the ITU. And then they'd get to keep their frequency. Now, nobody can hoard these radio frequencies for hundreds or thousands of satellites with the launch of one satellite. So I believe it is interesting that they managed to get agreement worked out on these percentages in a very reasonable amount of time. There was some thought of, oh, there's going to be too much push-pull here between those who want these regulations figured out and those who want to keep things open. So this is a big deal, and it's a good regulatory mechanism for making sure that satellite constellation operators actually do what they say that they're going to do and that they can't just stick placeholder applications up there and put one satellite up in the hopes that at some point a customer will just wander into the room and they'll be able to then make something that fits the bill. They actually have to be serious here. And so this is a good qualifying factor. Who's serious? I'm curious what you have to say about this decision, these new regulations, and I look forward to your comments.